0: The crypto space, and that's nifty. That's nifty. That's nifty. Your hosts for tonight's podcast are Tyler, Larry, and Slime Sunday. Damn, that's nifty.
1: These people's, one of them went for half a mil. Pablo scooped one of them. Pablo got, which one for half a mil? The Buzz Lightyear.
2: Sitting on the back of that balloon. Do you know the story of that? I didn't. You had to make me look it up. I showed you that. Yeah. I didn't know what it was, but... It was a, a sculpture from another artist of that balloon dog animal, and it sold for like $90 million or something. The, but the Buzz Lightyear, what we looked up, he also is selling like a rabbit balloon right now. And I think that was like a like a nod. I call him Buzz Bunny. Alive is the best piece in this. Alive world. is so dope for people. Wish, wish, wish I had enough money to silent auction that thing. Super interesting what that might come out to. Yeah, so let's give a quick rundown on what the spring-summer 21 Beeple collection is going for. I mean, we obviously got fucked on drawings, uh, got all the quiz answers and all that shit. But, you know, when you're competing against 80,000 entries, like loser accounts or not, like that's still a lot of people. Um, And it's a lottery at that point. So just wasn't lucky. GigaChad, yep, didn't, didn't get that one. Let's see, Biological Collectible, that's the one where you had to own a Beeple NFT on Nifty Gateway in order to enter. They only had 398 entries, which was baffling to me because it seems like there'd be at least 500 collectors. I think I read online somewhere that there's 850 pieces. If there, if everyone entered and eight hundred and fifty pieces are spread across like so four hundred entries, so dude, many
1: people have multiple. Yeah,
2: like that's just it's going to show you that like on average a people collector has more than one people. Yeah, and they're so obtainable.
1: Oops. <laughs> what do you think this is gonna? This is gonna be a fury, because this isn't gonna close at eight o'clock tonight, because it's gonna do exactly what Blau did with his because it's designed to not close when it says it's supposed to close and whether that was an
2: accident or not it's that's like brilliant yeah I mean shout out to Blau all around like I remember when he did that and we we watched it here at my house and it was riveting for hours just watching the leaderboard change like it yeah normal auctions like it keeps getting extended because the top people are still battling but this is about the middle battle, man. It's about getting in that top ten. It's about not being number eleven, for God's sakes. I mean, that is the worst place to be in this list. Um, it's about people jockeying for being the last person, you know, in the in the top one hundred. Smart, um, smart.
1: It would be smart to be to sneak in the, the back door on that.
2: Yeah, of course. But let's see what that floor is. Last time we looked, we were like shit. You can get one for like twelve k. Well, that's what looks- that's gotta moved up big time, right? Yeah yeah it has
1: but that's got to leave the door open too because like say like one of the whales doesn't necessarily close on a higher bid but like the back end bid always opened by someone else then it stays open a little bit longer that just gives someone at the top more time to consider to like oh all right i want to jump in the top 10 and then it keeps it open again so it's just this is going to run all school. night yeah it's going to be great i was i was like well maybe we can stay and record at eight at o'clock when it ends and i'm just like nah it's not going to end
2: so some guy named Danichi uh, beat thirty three. It looks like this auction has closed at five hundred seventy five thousand for the bloody monkey. Um, five hundred five thousand. Five. I think it was five seventy five. Yeah, five hundred seventy five. Now we're on to oh yeah, Dick Milking Factory. That was at five hundred five. Mm-hmm. That one's done. Let's see who won that. Uh, another person I never heard of, Cuckoo Labanze. Them. beat pablo click by them. five grand click Ooh. can't believe you let that go down and they are a one nft person probably new collectors that know that Beeple is a money maker and these are probably honestly they're ceos of companies they're like these are people that are becoming more aware of this space as an investment opportunity i think mm-hmm. And we'll we'll continue seeing that and we're going to get beat by people that have mad money. That's just how it goes. I mean, we weren't in the running for half a million dollar NFTs. That's for sure. Thirty k is already at six hundred and sixty six thousand, and it's still going. It's being extended as we speak. This is an active auction uh, right now. artman fourteen is beating three three, who has scorned on uh, the first piece there. So. Coming at it with a fury. They're doing fifty dollar increments in bids, though. This is reminiscent of the pack auction. I. This is not my favorite to watch, because as they were saying, like Sotheby's would not allow that shit at all. Like you can't be going up in increments of fifty. It's almost like uh, in Texas Hold'em, like the blinds have got to go up at some point. Like yeah. I mean, um, look what he's holding. Have you seen this collection? Who? Thirty-three. Artman. No. What's Artman work, working with? Look. All right. I will. This top might be like one of the hottest top six I've ever seen. So Artman14 has 60 NFTs. Holy fuck. <laughs> he won one of the silence for dead, the three of three. He got one of the January 1st, 2021s. Did he get that in a draw or did he buy that secondary? Time to check that out. He bought it for 43000 Good for you. He has Infected, he has uh, Ascents by Pack and Trevor Jones, Sick, Rebirth, which I'm guessing he bought on Secondary as well. Like Machine. Like Machine, one of one. You want to know what he's, what?
1: what 40K? It, 40K, what do you think the date was? 420. I don't know. Mm, kind of close, four days ago. He
2: bought it four days ago? Mm-hmm. How did we, uh, we not cover this? I don't know. I got to set up alerts on all the Slime's pieces. That's crazy, dude. What a collection.
1: This is a pretty good battle.
2: Yep. You know what? I'm glad they're like, you know, big collectors. Looks like they give a fuck. So we're up to $666,333. There's a minute left. They're going to keep going. It feels like
1: that's a winning bid number, but it's not based
2: off of what bidding is like. I would agree with that assessment. You want to know what the silence went for for dead? One was 175, right? Yeah, so Artman got that one on Mm -hmm. the cheap, 175K. What were doing? That one's over three. We got 210 and then 305. So wide range there. Who's the 305? A no-namer. I didn't click into their shit. Damn. What about alive? Is this done yet? It is not. So you still. The auction's ended. They have not released who won those yet. Ooh. So that'll be fun to see who won alive. Those are my, that's my favorite one for sure. Abundance is the one we'll be watching, though. Max Stealth sliding in after we were talking about where's Max Stealth. Unbelievable. It's
1: such a, it's such a Max Stealth move.
2: So stealth. Under the radar. <laughs> so Abundance closes at what time, dude? 46 minutes. Dude, this has to start moving. This is crazy. That it's sitting at 250k when we have a one of one above, going for 666,000, and this comes with six NFTs, mm-hmm. one of ones or one one of one. You get no, actually you get no one of ones with this. Mm. So maybe that's why. So you get edition one of all of these. Well, you also get a complete fucking collection NFT. I don't know how many of those there are. Okay, so but they're like, not explaining. Think, of, what like, that think is. of like
1: the other everydays, like one of the raw editions, right? Yeah, that's what that is.
2: But I don't know if it's an edition or like of like one.
1: The last, the last collection, like it was all. Remember the last one was all the one of ones.
2: Yeah, I don't know what that is, but it's got to be worth more than two hundred fifty k because you also get the first edition of all five of the drawing pieces.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What do you think about that? I I wish I had two hundred thousand dollars. That's what I think about that. What about just getting in? At the bottom? Yeah. Let's fucking see, dude. If you had that money, if you had the 40 grand, would you be? Well, then you just get like addition 100 of abundance. Of all of them? No. Only the top 10 people get all of these shits. Oh, true. Yeah. Hmm. So that's the thing. If you're number 10 right now, Baby Beluga, you're rocking it at 130K. That's not going to sit. NFT Larry got kicked out. Damn. I like Baby Beluga. It creeping. So these people are all waiting. This is going to be a showdown because loopify is not going to sit here and be at 13 and get one NFT. When you could literally put up another 30K and get five more people, this is going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, this is sick. And if they do, then shame on you because that's just weak sauce. I don't know what some of these people down here are doing though. Can you imagine putting up 26K and being in the middle of the pack when you have would have fucking been at, oh well, these are, I don't know, they're getting pretty tight at this point. <clears throat> the bottom of the barrel here <clears throat> is 20K. And I think the bottom of this is going to end up being, what's your prediction for bottom? So number 100 pays how much for their 100 of 100 abundance? 50 grand. 50K, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking around 50K too, which is going to make either all of these people go absolutely ham. This is the biggest moneymaker out here. Because the other drawings were dollars, like he doesn't care about that. This is where the money of this drop comes from. You're talking minimum 20k times 100. Yeah, think of think of Blau again. There was a top, and then yeah, look at how much money came from? 30k was the bottom of his, and that was only 33 people, not 100. Fuck, we're in for a ride, dude. <laughs> Damn,
0: that's nifty.
1: Okay. I just wanted to make sure, and I just said this, but I want you to be on record to saying that you are not buying a, a board ape because you don't want to. Well,
2: I do want one. It's just I feel like I missed out on the initial wave. Yeah, and once I feel like I'm left out of something, I, like, kind of – I push it away. I'm like, you missed it. Just don't don't ape in. But
1: – Aren't you aren't – you, don't you feel a sense of aping in?
2: No, I'm trying to resist the FOMO. Like, there's – there's something new that comes out every fucking day, and I can't get them all. Yeah, but isn't there some?
1: Isn't this at a price range where it's like a low risk to
2: not be in? I guess you're right. I mean, it's only like five hundred bucks for the bottom, but now that everyone knows the rarity, it's like they're just putting the trash ones down there. Yeah, but is that even gonna matter at some, at, at
1: any point? Because yeah, there's ten thousand. Be... Yeah, over. but are they gonna be utilities, or you just want to be a member?
2: Oh, so I don't know what they're giving out as membership yet. So that's, that's kind of, of close. close. I mean, it is a yacht club. Yes, but the clothes. I mean, you still have to buy them. They're just available only to you, right? Yeah. How much are the clothes?
1: I don't care. I'm not. I don't might not even want
2: them. But <laughs> that's I the thing. What are you getting from having one? I don't know. I got one, and I didn't get one. I mean, seeing my Twitter feed fill up with them, it seemed like everyone. It seems like everyone has one, which is it makes me want it. That's the FOMO <laughs> kernel right there. I mean, fuck bought forty something of them. Dude, you gotta buy one. Buy one right now. Maybe Fred will sell me one. At least look right now. All right, I'll look right now. I'm looking at Bored Apes. While we're looking at Bored Apes,
1: too, we, the people auctions, I think, are kind of ending, aren't they? One ended at five. You want to give me the numbers on that? Think of, the numbers, think of the numbers, though, of the people who just collected. There were under
2: 400 people that were able to enter that. That is... oh. So it makes me feel better. So there's 10,000 Bored Apes, right? But the only 2.1 owners. 2.1K owners. So the average owner has five oh, apes. Oh, okay. So, that's better. The average price is now 0. 0.48 ETH. No way. Average
1: price?
2: That's what it's saying on fucking OpenSea right now. Well, that's probably because they've sold some for mega ETH. Yeah. So that's skewing it. Post rarity. But let me, uh, let me do some sorting here. Let me see what a floor ape goes for at the moment. Dude, so I struggle
1: to find where the floor actually is because every time I just find the price, like like. Yo, this one's
2: dope. I'm buying this right now. (laughs) No, fuck. It's a top bid. It's a fucking auction for two more days. That's
1: exactly what I was explaining, dude.
2: Minimum bids one eighth. This thing looked like it was listed for 0.19. Like, (laughs) I hate
1: OpenSea. That's what I I was just saying. I don't fucking get it because every time I look down and try to see the floor, the floor is just whatever someone's offering. And then I go to buy it and then it's like, oh, nope, never mind.
2: Let me look at this filter. Maybe. Oh, here we go. Buy now. Instead I, of on auction, I found it. Ah. Done. I take it back. sea's better. I just, the, U, the UI was tough. Yeah, the floor is now 0. 0.4 ETH to buy now. Really? Out of my price range. Is it really 0.4? 0.4 is the floor. Wow. That's so, yeah, wow. I really should have moved earlier, you were not joking, I've missed the wave now. Yesterday, if you bought one with me. Yeah. Dude, I was trying to buy one, a cool-ass one with, a, with
1: an army hat, with a joker thing, and he was high- and he disappeared. This one's high
2: and wearing a prison outfit. Oh, you want to split that one. Point 0.4. <laughs> Stop it. You're so bad. <laughs> Tell me what the rarity is. of 1494? Can you look him up? doesn't matter what the rarity is. You know you want Yo, it. So this one did costs you see a, it and did you th- want it? This one costs, I, have, I did see it. They're dope. Like I have $1,200 one for this. I have one of the least rare apes you could possibly have, but I just feel lucky that I have one. Hey, man, you're more rare than 116 apes. <laughs> So, not that bad. I right? think there's value in being that close to the bottom. I think it, unless you are the bottom of the bottom, I don't think it matters. I think it's just not good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to look that up because I can't. <laughs> I can't. Properties else? right here. Hold on. What number is it? All right. His number is... Oh, yeah. This is the other thing we can't fucking find on here. Chain info. 1494. That's the number? Yeah. 14... Low men. Fourteen ninety is it
1: is it a moment? Ten percent. All right. What do you think the rarity on that is? The rarity on
2: this is not rare. What do you think? Give is me there the a number? Exact guess? Yes. What's a what's, what's like? The, the, oh, the rank. rank. Oh. Yeah. Um. It's middle of the road. Maybe like six thousand, six thousandth in the list. I'll, give me an exact. Six guess. two eight seven. No, seven eight three three. So worse than so, I thought. Yeah. yeah. So it ain't that rare. It doesn't matter? No, it doesn't. I mean, well, it does, but it also doesn't. Buy the floor ape. This is the floor ape. It's $1,200. You should buy that. You're not going to FOMO push me into aping. (laughs) I just can't. I just can't. If NFTs were selling right now, maybe I could flip something and get it, but... Yeah, but you're looking at something that's selling. Yeah. Above my price range. I can't do it. All right, close the book then. The book is being closed. I will not be buying a Board Ape Yacht Club piece, unfortunately, even though it may skyrocket and go for over an ETH in like a month, like maybe a week. These are going to fly, but I just can't spend $1,200. If you would advise that I convert $1,200 worth of Bitcoin into Ethereum to buy this, then I would think about it. But would you... Advise will never be the word. <laughs> I just, like, Put it pe- in perspective, that's like a third of all my Bitcoin that I own. I'm just planning it <laughs> <laughs> So, uh. I still don't really understand what makes these the, the rarity, like the, the background, the skin, the attributes. It's everything about it is an attribute. And they have written into the smart contract that only a certain number of apes have each attribute. So someone ran some algorithm to like look at all the apes that were created, map all the attributes like they did with Lay Anime to come up with like this is obviously the most rare ape because at least one or more of their attributes only that ape has it most likely. True. That's that's the way I think about it. I don't it could work a completely different way. This seems like it would be perfectly matched to that, but Lay Anime to me feels like it might have another aspect to it where the rarities that they've come up with online, yes, statistically, those are the best ones to have, but there could be utility to other ones that we don't know about yet. You know what I mean? You think there's going to be utility? Yeah, like if you have a book versus like if you have a sword, you know, like that's going to oh, take you, t- you in it. They're talking about the apes. I mean, oh, the apes. It? The utility is that you're part of a club where you can now buy clothing, I guess. Sure. Cool. Yep. Trying to go for an experience here, Larry. I like that you know that this is how you felt. Well, what's great is that I have you to constantly remind me as you get these dope yacht club clothes that are exclusive to you, and you can wear it and throw it in my face, and I'll pretend to care. Oh, I'll buy you one. It'll be <laughs> worth <laughs> it.
1: Don't buy me one. All right. Door officially closed.
0: Stop, dude. Fucking board apes. Or get making me make bad decisions.
1: Big <laughs> thing. Yo, if you got a cool ape, I'll give you one of
0: one for it. <laughs> like, if you have a top 10 rarity, like, that could be a good trade. How could you buy them?
1: Were they all like up for grabs for choice? They're it was on, a surprise,
0: right? Yeah, they're on. It was, a, you, it was like 0.08 ETH and it sold out like super quick. And then it was all up on OpenSea. But Nobody really knew the rarity value, but there's like a couple websites that can't popped up that are showing you the rarities. 88 has like the f- most rare one.
2: And the number three most rare. Yeah. Crazy. Dude. Fucking he must boring. have little people like minions out there like finding these things for him because like
0: Dude, he told me he's he said that he put like a shit ton of bids on like all of the top ones, and like a <laughs> few of them got accepted.
2: But I wonder how he found out which ones are rare, like, before everyone else. (laughs) He's got someone running some numbers. Damn, 20 ETH for this dude. (laughs) Might as well buy a Punk at that point.
0: I know. Oh, Liz is in here. I'll let her in. Larry, did you get one? Yeah. (laughs) I scooped up the floor.
1: The one I was going to buy disappeared, like, when I was about to buy it.
0: Do you
2: have one too, Tyler? No, I missed the wave. I think I might Uh, skip out on this one.
0: I'm literally like, I mean, an ape fiend at this point. I like don't know what to do.
3: Are you talking what about up? monkeys again? Yeah.
0: Talking about bored apes.
3: You love those monkeys. Yeah. It's a dive bar podcast, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh,
0: this yeah. is exactly what this is. Cool. Okay to put
3: it. Do you what do you want me to
0: start? Let's start? Yeah, we'll just start with uh Tyler. Just be like, what is liquid summer? <laughs> Love I think, it, love no, it. I think
1: that's the cold open. So it's
2: you asking Tyler. Now you have to ask me. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so guys, what is Playboy X Slime Sunday Liquid Summer?
3: Liz, I'm going to let you start on this one. So Liquid Summer is a collaboration between Playboy and Slime Sunday. Um, it's a collection of six NFTs, um, including one auction, which is the first digital Playboy cover ever to be sold so playboy is really excited to be here this is our first kind of foray into the nft space but we're building on top of almost 70 years of history in the art world and we've worked with slime sunday in the past in the magazine and have always just loved his work and and how he um how he uses vintage magazine imagery very playboy obviously so um this was the perfect way to to enter the, the nft world and liquid summer is the the manifestation of that. It's, um, it's liquid imagery. It's like classic Playboy beach shoots. It's, um, you know, some of the sexiest pictorials from our archives, but now turned into these sort of new fine art versions of themselves in a digital form. And yeah, we're excited to walk you through each of the pieces.
1: So I we we uh, we knew of um, Mike's prior work, right, with Playboy in in Drug, Drug Trust, right? Was that you who uh, initially connected with him, or how did that, I guess, idea come up to collab on this one?
3: Yeah. So the Playboy collaboration, who did you say reached out to you? It was it actually wasn't me. Yeah, Sasha. it was
0: Sasha. Her
1: uh, name
3: was. Okay. Um, I don't yeah. Her last name, but. She's she was um she worked in the art department um at that time I work really closely with the art department and I'd always been a fan of Slime Sunday and the creative director of the magazine and I always were bouncing ideas off each other and his name definitely like came up a few times but I didn't have anything to do with that specific commission and then the nifty intro was a happy accident too because um, I think Ashley's the one who suggested um, that it would be a good fit. And then immediately, especially because we already had a relationship with you, we were like, you know, we agreed. And it took on a life of its own from there. Yeah. That
0: that article was super fun to work on, actually.
3: Yeah. Uh, I love the water, the waves. The yeah. coke waves. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. The Coke waves. Yeah, And then the president's dropping acid on Mount Rushmore. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah. a classic.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: it's a match made in heaven. That's what we were discussing before. It's like Playboy, a brand that's been mostly in print, moving fully digital, and then NFTs are just that next step. And to work with someone who's familiar with the brand and has worked with you guys before is just, it matches up perfectly.
3: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I didn't even really think about that, to be honest. Like, that's a good point that we, um, you know, we were print and now we're exclusively digital. And That's how the
2: scans are, right?
3: yeah, Yeah. Yeah and yep. and that's his that's like his trajectory too so yeah you're totally right it's like
0: it's like the evolution of it's weird like the evolution of art is like moving more towards a digitally native environment which is weird So mm-hmm. like people some people like some collectors don't even care about physicals anymore because if you offer them a physical they're like we rather just have the nft like i don't need a physical or pin or anything it's crazy
3: it's crazy <laughs>
0: The
1: uh, yeah, and, and like the context behind it, right? Of like you know Mike's struggle with with censorship on Instagram, and and uh, tying it back into you know working with actual Playboys and other mags, and in kind of how he built his his um, his known right. And um, it's cool to see it come together. And in Liquid Summer too, it's timing up perfectly. It's almost like you just have like a blockbuster movie coming out for, uh, <laughs> the beginning of summer to run the next three months. So perfect timing. <laughs> You came up with a name. How did that theme come about? I think you you guys did.
3: Yeah, it came about. Um, I love these questions. No one asks us these questions. Um, everyone wants to know about like the the naked ladies. these are awful. Um, um, how did it come about? It came about because I knew that so we have 67 years worth of archives, right? So I knew that we needed to we needed some kind of parameters um, or, or a theme of some kind. And I, it just popped in my head, like the association between slime and water. And we have so many classic um, beach pictorials. Um, it's a very Playboy trope. So um, that just sort of put the idea in my head. And then I think it was Rachel who, who said, we were just, we were playing around with different names on a call one day. And then she was like, what about Liquid Summer? You know, it's a May drop. And then I was like, yeah, I love that. And then we brought it to to Mike and he liked it too. And um, it sort of evolved from there and then went into the archives and pulled like, I think we ended up clearing like 250 different images, um, combo of covers and pictorials and tried really hard to kind of curate a balance of, like, I don't even think this is, rips if this is, like, said anywhere, um, but I th- I think over 50% of the women are are women of color, so, th- you know, that was sort of where the storytelling came in. We, we wanted subjects that were, like, close members of the Playboy family that um, sort of, that represented representation and inclusivity that, and that fit the Liquid Summer theme, just, like, the fun part of it, so.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, we also, we have, like, tons of images that we didn't even end up using. So like we, we narrowed it down to six, like the six best that we thought, but there was probably like, I don't even remember at this, maybe like 15 images that we did. Yeah. In total. Um, That's gonna be like a treasure chest for you though. Like
1: <laughs> there is one. Walking,
0: one. Walk, we can't walking do that. to Harrison's picking up a magazine. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Seriously. Yeah, it's like, here's, here's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> <in this> file.
2: <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> How did that work looking through the archives is that it's all digitized, I would imagine, right?
3: Yeah, so we we have this platform called iPlayboy. Um, and it's every, it's every digital, it's every magazine ever since 1953. But then we also have a dam, like a proprietary dam, um, that's digital file. So I kind of go but not everything is in there um so it's sort of a treasure it's that part of the process honestly probably took longer than anything else on my end because and then having to like clear the rights for things um and then we have a physical archives it's called the vault Mm. and because of covid I didn't go in there but usually that's what I would do I would go in and like actually go through boxes I mean we have like random boxes lying around with like one time I found like andy warhol's like signature in like on like a paper this is like in a shoebox
2: <laughs> uh, so is the digital archive stuff like tagged in a certain way so you can like search for like key terms and stuff
3: yeah yeah okay. so um well but it's it again it's like kind of a it's like a puzzle because some things are in are and right the dam is sort of new um you know, we have so much content like that and the dam has not only everything that's been published, it has outtakes, it has video, it has e-commerce assets, it has, um, match books that we made for Playboy clubs. Like it's hard to, it's hard to even like begin to wrap your head around it. So not everything is like done in being in just their tagged. So it was sort of a combo of me going in there, finding what I could find. And then also just knowing from my knowledge of working at the magazine, like with, what certain cool pictorials would be for this and then our archivist our head archivist helped me too so
2: that's hard work that can't be overlooked in this project it's like that's part of the artwork itself is like finding the right look for it I mean 100 percent. that is hours and hours of perusing through these archives to find what works and what fits and hats off to you guys because that's that's not an easy task
0: yeah it's like even when I'm like trying to come up with something like 90% of the process is looking for stuff. Yeah. It's like, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you how many magazines I've looked through that have nothing in it. It's like 90% of them are just pages that I would never use. So it's like finding a needle in a haystack, basically.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, and that part of it was really fun for me working with you on because like having those different, and this is like getting over analytical, but like having those different layers of that curate where. I'm digging stuff up then you're going through and seeing what works composition wise. Then I'm telling you the, like the stuff, the backstories and the archives and why this one might make more sense. And then you landing on it and then you creating it. And it's like, I love all those different kind of like layers that are sort of like a collage, you know? Um, yeah. The, the
0: whole process was like that.
3: Yeah.
2: Meta collage.
3: Meta <laughs> collage. meta collage. Meta, meta.
2: <laughs> so I didn't realize that, is it Satoshi that's going to be the, the cover of the first digital edition? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Slime, you're going to be the first cover of the digital Playboy. Like, it's not a magazine. You know, it's it weird,
0: though, because, like, it's not my cover, you know, like this has already existed. Um, it's
2: your stamp on it, though. Not to no pun intended. Ah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's true. It is. It, it's definitely an honor. Like, I would to even be able to do this, but it's fucking cool, man. <laughs> it is. <laughs>
1: did it, so did this idea just like fall into place with like the, the digitizing of, and Liz, more for you, I guess, in terms of like when this idea came to, the, I guess, you and your group of with the, the NFT market as it is, and then kind of strategically entering it the right way, um, was there kind of like a grander scheme on going about this and then just everything kind of fell into place right with Mike?
3: Um, it was definitely an evolution, but we there were certain things we did know, like, from the beginning, um, which is just that our our kind of traditional art history is so important is such an important part of the company, um, whether people are, you know, aware of it or or not. And so we knew we wanted to have this next digital phase of that legacy be uh, be really thoughtful and do it in a way that respects the community that already exists, and then also makes makes sense. We don't want to be. I'm not going to name any names, but like we don't want to just like drop something on the internet and sell it like that's not why we're doing this we're doing this because um it's like a pillar of our our brand to give to give our pages and our platforms over to artists and the artists that are some of the most famous that have been in playboy like uh were, were not household names at the time you know like we had like Shell Shel Silverstein was like Hugh Hefner's homie like before he was silver Silverstein. So that's what's exciting to me about NFTs is that, um, you know, we, once we developed this partnership with Nifty, which was, um, which happened largely because of Rachel, um, after that, after I was brought in and it turned into the art part of it and creative part of it. Um, and it's definitely step one of like a, a larger plan for Playboy and NFTs.
2: There's quite a story behind all the pieces, including the ones that you were showing in the discord for the giveaways you guys were doing awesome stories behind all of that and how playboy is kind of like, you know, always been technologically innovative throughout its whole history. Yeah. And that's like what the,
0: you know, like that leads into the, the cover um, that we're, that's going to be our auction piece is the model has like a very interesting story behind her and we used her in one of the Discord challenges, um, another another image of her. Yeah, Liz can tell the the story behind that model.
3: Yeah, so her name is Lena. Um, she was our November 1972 playmate um, and her centerfold image, which is the one that we did for the Discord challenge, um, ended up being used by um, engineers at the University of I think Southern California, um, they, one of their colleagues was um, looking through that particular issue of the magazine at <laughs> work. <laughs> they loved her centerfold image and whatever it was about like the combination of colors and pixelation and contrast, they thought it would make a really good test photo. Um, and so they ended up adopting it and using it as a test photo that ended up ultimately helping to lay the foundation for the standards for the, for JPEGs and MPEGs. So um, every image that you see on the internet today in some ways kind of directly or indirectly relates back to Lena. And then you have Satoshi who's obviously got a big role in this new internet world and in the crypto universe. And so we joke about how we we kind of like made this match made or like arranged marriage between, you know, the the first lady of the internet and the king of crypto and hope that they're happy to be on the same cover together. That's <laughs> uh, yeah, right. an awesome
2: story. It's, it's crazy how that photo was then used to, you know, I mean, to make the standard for JPEGs. That's saying a lot for digital art and just yeah. digital images and period, you know?
3: Yeah, and the thing that's cool also about this cover is that Mike took every cover... Of Playboy magazine um, since the 60s has had uh, a hidden rabbit head on it, um, which is our logo. And um, originally on, the, on this cover, it was on the stamp. And he replaced the rabbit with um, this really cool version, um, like a remix version of like Satoshi's portrait and I told him that every cover needed to have a rabbit head on it even if it wasn't where it started and he created a new one that's in a special um very interesting place on yeah we
2: won't say where I've seen it as well and now you can't unsee it so I hope everyone has fun finding that
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah, I think that's my favorite rabbit me too definitely that one feels clever
2: you know like it took me a minute and then once you find it it's like oh my god it just it's right in your face (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. did you did you guys know that about playboy covers that there's like a hidden rabbit head in each cover because i didn't know that before i started this project but no. once you like realize that that's the case every time you look at a playboy cover it's like where you are is always yeah. asking like where's the rabbit you know yeah you're, you're
1: an easter egg guy so like I, I know you're sitting there just laughing to yourself <laughs> putting these little rabbits in there <laughs> 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 i'll never find this one. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely am all about the Easter eggs. I'm assuming like the whole process obviously was like a, a collaboration because Mike obviously going through a few drops now and you know working kind of you know on on mechanics and know what kind of what kind of works and did was six always kind of a number that you guys were, were targeting from the beginning or did that just kind of
0: fall into play as you looked at the images I think for me it was definitely a target um, like six to me feels like the perfect amount. I've seen drops where artists release too much artwork at once, and it's always like super confusing. And you can only have so many mechanisms before it just, like falls apart. So I think six is like the perfect number. You can have one auction, and then you have five other images that you can play with mechanism wise. And it still keeps like the overall count of artworks relatively exclusive. You know, like you don't want to make it too easy for people to get artwork, but you also don't want to make it too difficult for people to get artwork. So there's one that's like more open that people can have a chance at and the other ones are going to definitely be more exclusive. And I think that's just kind of important to have as a whole for the collection.
3: Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, I think having, um, I think that is also kind of aligned with Slime Sunday's brand, right, and Playboy's brand is like combo of high and low from an art standpoint, and then also just from like a accessibility standpoint, it's like aspirational, but then also like pleasure and equality for everyone. And so having that kind of spectrum of price points, I think is important to us.
2: Are you guys discussing, um, you know, the drop format stuff yet or holding that off till um, later in the week? Everybody would love to know about the drop format.
0: (laughs) Um, Make them wait, make them wait. I don't care. (laughs) No, we can't. We can't tell everybody exactly what we're doing, but there is like a wide
2: range of options. I was entering either way. So I'm pumped. (laughs) So was
1: there like, I guess, a learning curve there for you, Liz, in terms of kind of learning how that back end works in terms of like, yeah, like what you want for
2: forecasting and then looking forward and estimating and crunching some numbers, guaranteeing certain amounts as well you know, cause you have to pay both sides and whatnot and you want to make it how it should be. So.
3: Yeah, definitely a learning curve. Um, and also, uh, a, a team conversation with Playboy and a lot of back and forth with, with, um, with Taryn, with Mike, with all of our respective, with Nifty, all of our respective teams and just sort of weighing options while the market is evolving and fluctuating in real time. Um, and there have been a lot of big shifts lately, you know, and I think Nifty's going through its own evolution as well. And so sort of like trying to figure out that, um, that art science balance. Right. Um, and then knowing Mike's previous experiences, obviously since he's had jobs on Nifty in the past. So yeah, definitely learned a lot.
0: Definitely a difficult place to be in with pricing because everything's changed significantly in the last month or so from where we were Two months ago. So we that that was like definitely something that we had in mind when trying to price out this drop.
1: Yeah. There's also more data too, to work with. So yeah, it's probably even gives you better, better numbers. Did you guys want to go into like this, the pieces specifically? Um, Let's jump in each one. And and I don't know if you want to go over, you know, Mike, which ones were your favorites or what aspects of certain ones that, you know, you want people to look out for or meant more to you or, you know, same thing goes for you, Liz,
0: anything kind of. Top Definitely. three, top yeah, we can, two things. Yeah, we'll talk about, we can talk about the, the pieces. My favorite piece is next to the cover would be redacted just because of the like amount of work that went into it because a lot of it is like hand scanned rips that you have to make. And then there's lots of Easter eggs of like my favorite academic artists and one being John William Godward that I've used a lot in my previous artworks. And then we also took um, articles from Playboy's archive that were about censorship and incorporated it into the rips and like in various spots around the artwork. And rips being like a big theme of my artwork in general, it's just like feels
2: like my favorite piece. It's mine as well. And knowing the background just supplants that because I didn't know any of that until I listened to the last one you guys were on. (laughs) <laughs> and learned that, you know, the articles in the background, if you zoom in, are like about censorship and, you know, you're showcasing artists that you enjoy as well, Mike. And it's that just brings an extra layer of complexity. Like, I already loved it. And now it's like, phew, I got to get that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, dude, I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> and they all come out looking like stuff that you could have posted on your Instagram, like, uh, I don't know, a year and a half ago, like.
0: You can't anymore, but. definitely definitely stuff that like yeah i'm I'm stoked with the artwork and that's like usually for me i'm very critical over everything that i release so
2: i think we're saying it's so you it's like it screams slime sunday on it yeah yeah
0: that's like the honor of like working with playboy is like this is stuff that i would normally do anyway so right most of the time like this this the stuff that i've been releasing in the NFT space is very different from what slime sunday as a brand does so yeah, this was a very natural collaboration for me.
1: And Liz, we know that you you will probably put a lot of time into reaching out and connecting with the models from the pictures, and I'm assuming that took a, a lot of time. So, do you have any connections to a certain piece, given any of those relationships, or? Um,
3: that's a good question. You know, it's been a it's been a fun that has been a fun part of the process um, because we, um, you know, all the images that we used um we have the commercial rights to. um but in spite of that it was really important to me um based on to me one of the things that is the most important thing about the the nft art community is the you know the way that it's so different from the physical art world which is giving artists the options or giving artists the ability to get residuals and secondary sales and So even though we own the rights, it was important to me um, and the larger team to include the original collaborators in that process, in that sort of spirit of collaboration. And so that was definitely um, a fun part of it, tracking people down, um, getting on calls with every single one of them and sort of telling them some of them know what NFTs were. Some of them didn't. Um, and I think in terms of a personal connection, one of my favorites is, um, there's a playmate, um, in the piece that's called puzzled. And her name is Victoria Fuller and she's an artist as well. And I have some of her work. Um, and she recently entered the NFT space. So, uh, it's cool that she's an artist herself. She happens to be in this piece that, that, um, that slime used for liquid summer. And then also I had a relationship with her in the past. So that one is special to me. She's on the
2: left-hand side of that photo, correct?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's hilarious. She's like a a street shooter. She's a, we got on the phone and I was, I told her about it and she was like, great, this is great. She was like, (laughs) she's like, I do NFTs. I don't know if you know that I do NFTs too. Um, This is a really good idea. This is great.
2: (laughs) You guys got our foundation invite, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, awesome. but I had to ask quite a few people before I found one, but we ended up getting her one and I'm just, I'm stoked because I feel like that's a way for me to give back to the people who are involved in this was like helping them out in some way. So yeah, that's definitely a, feels awesome to help out somebody who's like been kind enough to let me use them in my artwork. So.
1: So Liz, you must know the feeling of like explaining this to someone and how it works. I mean, like I got, I don't even know if I trust myself explaining this to someone. So hopefully it makes sense.
3: <laughs> true. It's true. I feel like I've gone to NFT college, like a craft, like NFT college in the last two months. And Slime Sunday has been probably my main professor.
0: <laughs> Dude, starts. Yeah, there's still a lot I have to learn, too. Like, it yeah. never ends.
3: <laughs> well, and it's changing every day. There, like, there weren't apes. Early. Exactly. Now
0: <laughs> apes. there's apes. And, like, that just changed the game up completely. Yeah. Or I am apes. Yeah,
2: I was trying to explain it to someone last night, and I think you, you, what you have to focus on is starting very small. And I just kept going, and <laughs> I just because I like them so much, I kept foaming at the mouth, like talking about it, and I kept expanding. They were like, well, "Can we just slow down for a second? And, like, you just got to tamper your excitement a little bit, I think, when you're explaining them. So,
1: so whose idea, I guess, was it to hold the Decentraland party in 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 Put that gathering together and is that during the drop is it before how is
0: uh yeah it's know? before it was it was my idea because we me and Justin worked with Decentraland in the past and we did a event with them um that was like a, an exclusive event that was kind of hard to get into so it was really cool like the experience of like walking through Decentraland going to the gallery and like looking at the artworks in a in a metaverse so I wish I had known soon, like thought about this sooner, but as soon as it popped in my head, I was like, yo, we got to get to central land somehow. So I told, I told Taryn like to go reach out see if she could get them to agree. And they like immediately were like, yeah, we'll do it. So I'm surprised they were even able to do it with the amount of time, the amount of notice that we gave them. So yeah. we need just a house party pretty much at Justin's. Oh, so that was what we did for the first for the first one. But this uh, time, we're doing it in a gallery. Nice, uh, nice, nice. Yeah, and Blau will be DJing. So, whose space is it? It's just one of the gallery spaces in Decentraland. Oh, oh, that makes sense.
2: You could like rent some gallery space from yeah. Them themselves. Yeah,
3: and we customized it. So, um, they'll. I think they'll be. I don't know where they landed officially on a lot on some of the details, but they'll definitely be little. Easter eggs in there as well like that I think there'll be a Playboy branded bar. I was fighting for a signature cocktail. Um I think there might be some I asked them to put some slime on the trees. I don't know if that's happening but we'll see. Um so I didn't even know
0: I, I don't that. even
3: think I I don't even think I told you anything <laughs> but yeah, we um we got on a call. I got on a call with them and some of the other people on the Playboy team and um uh yeah, it's going to be it's going to be
2: lit. Oh my god, I got to go sign up. This is going to make me get an account for Decentraland.
3: Yeah, I don't even really know how to log in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I got to find
2: all this out before Tuesday. Yeah. know <laughs> so
3: what I'm wearing I don't know.
2: Good news is I have some mana to spend. So if you get those signature cocktails, I'm going to have oh. one.
3: <laughs> A virtual <laughs> cocktail. i going to gonna be on you.
2: Yeah.
3: I need you to teach me how to get me. I'm having trouble like doing that trans that process. I've
2: but, never used my mana. I just yeah. buy it for an investment, but I'd like to spend some if I can. I've never been in Decentraland. got casinos
0: before. in uh, Decentraland. So yeah. you can go really about. where they drop yeah. out. <laughs> like
2: legit casinos. Yeah.
0: Um, don't tell me that.
2: I don't need <laughs> to know that. That's scary. <laughs> 100%. So, were the, what about uh, any of the other pieces? Mosaic. That one has a nice uh, story around it as well, Mike.
0: Yeah. Mosaic is like about censorship mainly the technical aspects of censorship which is like pixelation and when things get blurred or pixelated it comes out as a mosaic so the goal of this was to kind of unfortunately do the same thing but make it still look good Um, it sucks to have to censor an image in the first place but if you can do it in a way that still looks good to me that's like an achievement
2: and then you did the opposite for puzzles where yeah, you left for- the butts out and censored like legs and stuff as a like exactly. play on. Yeah. Cin-
0: exactly. So the, for usually when I use puzzles, like I use the missing pieces to censor out certain portions, but this time I did it in reverse where I left the butts out and there's just like random pieces missing in places that don't really matter. So.
2: Love it. It's just such a full circle drop in so many ways. It's yeah. crazy. Like all the stories connect to one, in- one another and just the whole technology and art together slime and playboy it all just makes sense and i can't wait to see like how far this goes
0: yeah i'm stoked man i'm really confident with the the pieces like these are definitely images that i would be comfortable enough to post on like you said on my own instagram and be really happy about them so for me this is a big success on my end
2: yeah, yeah. i think we only left out one piece is it 1861 to 2021
0: yeah Yeah. so that piece is like basically she is going back in time to explain blockchain technology to (laughs) like basically just say what art is going to look like in the future and the obvious response from somebody in that time period is which uh and me being from salem massachusetts like you know the the salem wish trials like That's the response. They're labeling her a witch because they don't really comprehend what she's saying.
2: Fear of the unknown. And there's a lot of rabbits in there, too, right?
0: There's actually there's only one rabbit head in there, and it's bunny ears on one of the women in the left side of the image. She's wearing some some rabbit ears. That's
2: right. And we actually didn't mention another one. They keep remembering all of these. What's the name of the one with uh, the bra on the beach? That's the quintessential
0: liquid summer themed artwork. And that one is like kind of, so when I do collage art, like a lot of things like most collage art is just like you stick something on a piece of paper and it looks like very, I don't know, just random, but I like to make it look like one image. So it looks like it was like shot that way or something. So the difficult part is finding perspectives that line up perfectly. And for this one, there's two images that were shot from an aerial perspective and they lined up, you know, perfectly with the model. And that's like the challenging part is searching for those images and then making sure they line up perfectly in um, the finished artwork.
1: I was just gonna say that I think that one reminded me of another one from your one of your old, just your slime posts. Um, yeah, dunes. Dunes, I wanted to say mounds and I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> nice.
2: Don't say mounds. mounds. (laughs) (laughs) So we're talking May 4th, 6:30. Auction opens up. Yeah.
0: I know so. so we're definitely gonna open the auctions up early. I think silence and the one-of-one auction will be at 6:30. And then at seven, everything else will go live. As far as I think that's correct, could be a little bit wrong, but yeah, I think got a good good marketing
1: thing going on here. Being pretty organic, like the The discord challenge and in, in in the um basically just the active social i guess on twitter and engaging uh, i think that's been um pretty successful just to kind of kind of string people in and you give some incentive the, the discord challenge stuff is so cool uh like, yeah i'm in I, there just like <laughs> one eye open just like what's coming here yeah the,
0: the thing about like the discord challenge is i've been giving away free shit for so long like i <laughs> it's just like random times i'll like go in like nifty gateway discord and like gift people like a bunch of nfts but to do it like as part of this drop felt a lot better than to just be doing it randomly um and And to elevate
2: other artists too
0: exactly
3: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um, it was fun to be able to to like there were it was so hard to choose because there were so many cool ones and and then people were really really stoked to be posted on our our, like, respective socials, like, I think people were really excited.
2: Even the email I got, Mike, from the Slime Sunday, like, newsletter was freaking sick, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Devin crushed it. Yeah, I was about to say, Devin did that, didn't she? Yeah,
0: Yeah. (laughs) it's great. Who made the promo video? Playboy made that, and it came out fantastic. That was awesome. That's what I mean. That was, like, a movie trailer. (laughs) (laughs) The blockbuster movie coming out, dude. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Total on tight. That's what they, when everyone internally kept saying, you know there's a typo in your video, right? And we're like, no, it's supposed to be there. That's... (laughs) The HODL?
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) People actually love that. Like, as soon as we dropped that trailer in the Discord, like, the immediate response was HODL. Just, like, everybody just dumping that into the Discord chat, so.
3: (laughs) It was, it's like kind of a, it's serious, I guess, you know, Um, and then it, it was a good idea. Someone on our team had to like put that wink in there to crypto to sort of like show that we're not taking ourselves too seriously. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was smooth. That was, especially with the little flash,
0: very well done. So our collection's going live on May 4th at 6.30 uh, PM Eastern time. So That's when the auctions will go live. And then at seven o'clock, the other mechanisms will open up and we are stoked for this drop. (laughs) We've been working on it for like probably two months at this point. So
2: to finally have it go live is very exciting. We're excited for you guys. Excited to put in our names for any drawings out there. Liz, it's been great having you as well as a representative from Playboy. Amazing brand to work with. I can't imagine how you must feel, Mike. You know, it was great talking to you guys and, you know, we'll, uh, See you guys soon. Looks like in Decentraland.
3: Thanks for having us. See you Thanks. on the 4th. Yes.
1: Thanks
0: guys. Get some sleep.
2: It's so weird sleep.
0: like having <laughs> you guys interview me. <laughs> I was thinking that while we were doing it. Cuz um, usually it's like the Yeah.
2: You're the third person interviewing someone else. Exactly. So yeah. it's
0: like what the hell is going on here? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tables yeah. of turn. All right. Thanks. All right. Thank, guys. thank you, guys. My... you guys. Bye guys. You. Bye. Hey. Later Piz.
0: Damn, that's nifty.